Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I want to remind everyone of the fact that we need to be compassionate when we speak truth. That's why I'm looking to do a series on Speak Truth with Love, so that we can be clear about our messages, that we can tie it back to the Word of God, but that we are compassionate and caring for that person where they are right now. And when you look at things like Roe versus Wade, the leak, and that whole topic of abortion coming up, bubbling up, honestly bubbling up in anger from some of the people that are protesting, some of the videos, some of the Congress that we are seeing out there, there is an emotional charge. That's typically what happens. And I don't want this to be a left or a right thing because there are plenty of people who consider themselves Republicans, but they have a democratic social thread through them. And I used to call myself that. Actually, I was fiscally Republican, but socially Democrat. Because I believed in all of the arguments and all of the reasonings, which weren't many. I didn't look into any of the stuff myself. So I know yesterday I spoke about for most of my life, I was a pro-choice person because the culture convinced me in that direction. And I never looked into anything. I never looked at statistics. I wasn't a person who had to make that choice. Thank you, God. I just took the talking points and said it should be a woman's choice and a man shouldn't be able to overrule her. My body, my choice, right? But I think if we argue and call people's people names It is only going to make them stick their heels in even farther. And then how does that make us look Christian-like when we are calling them idiots or dummies or something, right? Ignorant, maybe they might be. And that's not as insulting as flat out calling them dumb. And I'm seeing a lot of that on my very own page in Facebook, And I'm going to come out with a video. It's taken me a long time because I want to get things kind of gathered, meaning some Bible verses, my own particular story, but also some facts, facts that people 
who are usually on the emotional argumentative side don't have or don't rely on. And it could be that you are also a faithful person and you are a Christian, but you believe that in some cases we can murder another human being. And I mean innocent human being. You look at babies in the womb, they are the most innocent. And yet, if you've had abortion and you've had that decision, you made it, not flippantly, but because you are emotionally driven, because you had emotions on high that you can't take care of this baby, you don't have a job, or you did the selfish thoughts, which is also emotionally driven, because this is what I was thinking. If I got pregnant, because I had a few scares, I just wanted to not have it for my own shame and my own selfishness of my life. This baby's going to ruin my life. That's what I was listening to being said. Don't ruin your life. It's an 18-year commitment. But then I spoke to people after God found me, and I actually talked to people who had abortions and who said it was very difficult and they still struggle with it. And it wasn't what it was supposed to be, or vice versa, the people who decided not to take their baby. And then you see amazing things that that child is doing and the awesome sacrifice that that mother gave up her life for her child. And I think that that's what changes when God really comes into your heart. God changes your heart. I say the word joy a lot, but it's Jesus, others, than you. You don't become that self-centered, selfish person. You're now thinking more about others in your life because of how Jesus has touched you, because of how he says, love yourself and love thy neighbor. So I just want to ask you all to not get in the anger, emotional response place and start tapping on your phone, a response to someone on social media, or having a knockdown, drag out fight with your neighbor or someone who just sees things the opposite of you. Because I've been on both sides. While I have not had to make that decision, thank you, God. I'm not sure if I would have made the right decision at certain parts in my life. So compassion is just loving that person where they are and not really understanding where they're coming from. It's not, it's not like having pity on someone. It's having love for someone and knowing that they're hurting or knowing that maybe they don't have all the information or knowing that maybe they don't have God in their life and the God's word and stuff isn't really part of their thought process, that they were brainwashed and lied to like so many of us for so many years, specifically about this particular topic of abortion. 
Be compassionate. Be a Christian. Pray to the Holy Spirit what you are supposed to say or not. Maybe God doesn't even want you to respond. This isn't a matter of right fighting. It does come to God's creation. This is a right and wrong discussion, yes. But we don't want to fight like we're trying to win the argument. We want to help them understand the true value of life, the true gift that God, the only author of life and death, that it really is, even in the wildest of situations, even in rape or incest, molestation, that baby was allowed to be created by God. That means What in the world does God have planned for this soul who out of this horrific situation became life? This person could go grow up to be some amazing human being. Maybe even one that comes out and publicly speaks about how grateful he is that his mother decided to give birth to him and love him. And I know not everyone's there mentally, but there's a lot of help and support. And there are a lot of places now that people can go. So maybe instead of saying, it's not your body, your choice, there's another body in there and you're an idiot kind of thing. Maybe it's also providing the fact that yes, there is another body in there and God allowed that body to be born. You have no idea what that baby could have been or how he or she could have changed the world. And on top of that, here are all of these beautiful pregnancy places that help the mom, that give them parenting skills, and they work with the mom to raise the baby. There's financial aid, some clothes, etc. There are a lot of places out there that help in this regard. So let's just take a breath. It's a passionate subject. It's, in my opinion, murdering an innocent human life. But it didn't come to me easily. I had to really seek my heart. And especially for those mother's life, you know, in the middle of a birth or something, oh, the mother's life can be taken. Well, when you do studies on that, that's very rare. We have such awesome medical systems and technology that that rarely happens anymore. From doctors, from abortionists. But I didn't look up anything. I was lazy and I just let the media tell me what to think. And that is where a lot of people are. So we need to arm them with information. We need to arm them with God's word. We need to arm them and and touch them in a way that is emotional sympathy, not anger, not attacking, 
Okay, breathe. Ask the Holy Spirit, do I say something? Do I not say something? And how do I say it if I say it? <sighs> All righty, everyone. Now go be love. The world needs so much love right now. It really does. Tomorrow, I will not be doing a podcast. I'm going to be flying to Traverse City, Michigan. I'm so excited to speak. Oddly enough, speaking on leading your life with compassion, but it's actually speaking to a bunch of Catholic business leaders. So leading your life in, in a compassionate way with your coworkers, with your boss, with your employees is so critical. And when I changed the way that I managed because of God changing my heart, it made a difference. It was a big impact on everyone around me. And that's how we need to remember to live our lives with compassion for others, loving them where they are, still speaking truth, but making sure that we have love and God's word and facts behind us when we need to. Pray for me as I do this video because I do want it to come across compassionate. And I need some prayers. So if you could just throw one up for me, Lord, please help Kendra speak truth with love. That's what I need. All right, everyone, I should come back on Friday, but I just wanted to say I won't be here tomorrow and have a blessed and inspired two days. Keep calling on God to change your heart. Remember, we are the only ones. We are the only ones we can control ourselves. We can't control what other people think. We can influence. We can pray and hope that the seeds that we dropped flourish in their heart and in their souls. Find something more with God today and go be love. Have a blessed and inspired day.